I can essentially do anything. So, and I say that like, if I don't know how to do it, I'll learn for one. Um, and I'm fast, so I enjoy learning new skills within what I'm doing. I asked myself, I was like, how can I help more people? So I decided to do a membership model. I really enjoy it because my clients right now will give me a list at the beginning of the month that they want completed and I complete that by the end of the month. And the value of it for me is that I'm a physical therapist so I understand what they're talking about. I have people that want me to design freebies, whether that's a PDF, an ebook, and I understand their audience. So I can actually pull in my expertise and say, actually, like, what do you think about doing this because that would appeal to your patients? podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the movement maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the maestro and you're about to get maestro eyes. Three, two, one. Hello, friends, Meister here, and welcome back to another episode of my favorite podcast. Today is a super, super special episode. Whenever I have a guest, technically it's live, uh, you know, every time we're recording, but this time is one of a few times that it is in person. I have an extremely, extremely special guest here with, with me today. Flew her in for a very belated birthday celebration. If you're in my world in any way, shape, or form, you've heard me talk about her. You probably know her, to be completely honest. Uh, if you're somehow not familiar with her, well, today is the day that perhaps you get your prayers answered because after much coercing, shall we say, she has started to double down on what is truly, truly a gift. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, welcome to the show, my left and right hand woman, Dr. Alexis <laughs> Brunel. Welcome. Hi. I'm not with you when you do that. Hi. <laughs> So Lex is here. If you folks are following my stories, or obviously this episode is going to come out after the fact, but uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw I, I flew. Lex flew in, went and picked her up from the airport, and uh, she got a sunburn approximately three minutes after that. True story. Because uh, she's in from from New Hampshire, but we're hanging out, uh, belated birthday celebration, and I was like, you know what? We're going to do a podcast. I actually told her like five minutes before we did this, so. Surprise, we're doing a podcast, but I will be a good host. I'm going to flip the mic over. Lex, why don't you tell us, I don't want to say your whole entire background story because that's so general and people kind of freeze when you do that, but why don't you tell us, uh, take us back to, <laughs> take us back to how we first met, Lex. <laughs> what a story. Um, so, I believe I was a third, no, I was a second year PT student and I decided that after the first year of clinicals that I wasn't ready to go into the, the real practice realm, if you will. And so I started doing a little bit of research and found you on Instagram and knew that you taught for rock tape. So I was like, you know, any tool that I can add in my toolbox was going to be a good thing. So <laughs> I remember emailing rock tape and essentially saying, you know, I would love to have you come to our school. Mind you, I had to get the clearance of all of our professors and whatnot, which was not easy. Um, but I remember e emailing them and just saying, like, I would love to have Rock Tape come, you know, teach to our, my class, but only if you taught. <laughs> and I want to say you saw that email before the class. But anyway, so then obviously the Rock Tape class came and... At the class, I was kind of just, I think I was overwhelmed with like how well you taught. And obviously I wanted to be like a part of that in some way, shape or form and like 
So <laughs> you had said yes. the answer will always be no if you never ask. And so I actually went home for lunch and um, came back and it was the last day of the class and I had asked you if I could work for you. <laughs> I was phenomenal. I tell that story often and I'm like, Lex was like, you know, uh, you say if you never ask, the answer is always no. And so like, can I work for you? And I remember I was like, I literally had no like need for anyone I was like but yes I said you went home you were like like, you were like sure and then you went home and like I'll call you and then no idea it was like the next Monday you called me and you were like I'm sitting on the beach right now and I wanted to let you know here's some things I was like I don't know like you know you folks listening I've had people on in the past and businesses and, and we've had other episodes in terms of talking about outsourcing, things like that. And you folks know I run a very lean business uh, intentionally. Like I, I don't want to have to manage a lot of people. It's it's scary to think about doing it. It's just like it's never been something that's appealing to me. And it's the thought of outsourcing. Like, you know, I, I remember reading, I'm trying to think what book it was that I read. And they talked about having a VA. And I was like, I guess I'm supposed to just have one to have one. Like, I don't even know. Like, I hired some VA from, like, the Philippines to, like, search for something online for me. Because I was just trying to, like, get in the habit. Like, get, try to see what this was like. So when you asked me, I was just like, I think I'm supposed to. But also, I don't know. But also, I always want to win. I always want the best people on my team. And you folks know when you are around someone that's just good at what they do, you want them on their te- on your team. Even if what they do, you're not even 100% sure what they do, you just know when you've come across good people. And Lex alluded to this earlier, getting me to come there was not easy. Mm-mm. Like I feel like there was maybe some forging of stuff to get me to come there. <laughs> it was like I had to essentially – it wasn't, I don't want to say a bribe, but I was like, look, it doesn't matter. Like I've mastered, like, I had to prove that I mastered the current material before I could That's bring wild. in anyone. And I was like, this is That's ridiculous. Wild. I'm just trying to be a better PT. That's wild to me. Like there was a lot of red tape that Lex yeah. went through for this. And it took months. <laughs> I realized that. And I was like, this is someone special. Like people they just, they don't do that. They don't ask. They don't take the next step. And the fact that you then went and asked me to work, I was just like, I'm not going to say no because I'll figure it out. Like, this would be this so stupid of me to say no to this when clearly this person is is exceptional. She's different than, than other people. And even if it's – even if we don't even work together, I was like, I still want this person in my ecosystem, which is I was like, yes, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm going home now. I remember that. And – Bye. So let's fast forward a little bit. You finished school, and what happened after that? I want the people to hear your story and kind of how you got to where you're at today. But you finished school, you graduated, and then what? So, well, I think in the interim, before I graduated, so while I was still in school but on clinicals, I was working for you. So I was getting – Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah, because that was 2018. Holy smokes, that's right. So I started working for you in August – no, it was July of 2018. And then I was still in school. So the whole time that I was doing my clinicals, I would work for you, essentially doing all that stuff at night. And then I would – This sounds terrible, folks. This sounds like some sort of slavery. No, it was amazing. Lex asked to do these things. (laughs) No, I loved it. No, (laughs) Because I always tell, I always say this. I always say that my I never. <laughs> I would go to school all day, and then I would stay up and work for you. And this sounds terrible. No, it was it was the best. No, because I the the best part about it was that was my cre- I didn't get to use my creative brain in PT school because yeah. it's very very analytical, and I never got to do things that I really enjoy doing. So that was my way of doing that. Um, so I graduated and then went to Alaska as a travel PT and I worked in a pretty great clinic. It was one-on-one, wonderful, whatever, but I was still working for you and I was still, I don't even think I had many other clients yet. I was doing some websites for people, but just, it was essentially one-offs, not really thinking it was going to be a thing. Um, but I kept finding that if I sat down and asked myself like what I enjoyed doing throughout my day. I would say that I was actually during like lunch, I was doing digital work and 
if a patient didn't show up, I would do digital work. And that's when, obviously, talking to you all the time, I understood that that was kind of a sign. Uh, came back during COVID, went yeah. to New Hampshire, um, didn't have jobs really open. And then a bunch of people just, I just kept getting the same question over and over and over again from so many people asking me, I want a website, but I, I don't want to design it, but I want to know what it looks like, but I don't know how to do it. And then I want to make sure that it looks like something that I want to do, but I don't want to spend a ton of money. So then I remember, I want to say I talked to you and I was like, I think I'm going to do these website templates. So that was when I kind of decided to do more digital work because it was COVID and I didn't really have a PT job anyway. And I was just really happy. I was really happy doing it. I've always been really happy doing it. Now, you skipped over a little part here, but uh, somewhere in the middle of this, you opened up your own clinic. Oh, yeah, that part. Like, what? what let's circle back a little bit. I'm sorry, folks. You can't see this right now, but like I said, we are fil- filming. We're recording this in person, and Rupert, you all know Rupert, has decided to actually come out. So he is... I just got to pet him. She did. That's the first pet. He's first a little pet. skittish, and I think he just realized that Lex <laughs> touched his tail, and now he's offended. Uh, you can't see this, <laughs> but this is a really big deal. Like this Rupert, is a big deal. He hides. He's, he's scared. He's a scared guy. He's used to just me being here at Anna Ashley. So I know we're like interrupting the show to talk about this, but I know that you folks listening, you know Rupert, and you're like, oh, he's out. He's here with us. This is a big deal. So... In the middle of this, Lex, <laughs> you went and did a huge thing with your was were you married yet? To uh, Kyle? No. So no. with your fiance then? Yeah. Uh Kyle, who's also a PT. Can you talk about that? That's a kind of a yeah. big deal. I'd, I'd like for you to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so Kyle and I are both PTs and we both have an ideal client in our mind, patient, whatever you want to call them. And someone that excites us whenever they would come into the clinic. And we figured that out a lot during our last clinicals, but then a lot when we were on our travel assignments. You worked together in Ketchikan? Yeah. Okay. And so we, we've essentially established that person in our, or we had established that person in our brain. And we kind of got a good opportunity with a CrossFit box that we were a part of, um, had reached out to them back when we were in Ketchikan and just said, hey, we might want to open up a cash practice. Would you let us? Um, we had it planned out for this space. I actually traded a website for our rent for the first six months. So I built a website for the box so that I could we could essentially have rent free for six months while we started awesome. up. Um, and it wasn't like we both came back to New Hampshire for full-time PT jobs. So I don't want it to sound like we were like going to build this clinic from the start. But then when we got back, we realized that we were, we would be miserable um, in those jobs. So we decided not to take them. And that's when I went digital and Kyle and I both worked together on that clinic. So we built out a space within a CrossFit box started in, we started building in June and then saw our, or no, it was the end of April, saw our first patient in July, end of July. Um, and that's been a whirlwind because since then, obviously we've moved now to a bigger space and might potentially be expanding to a bigger space. We're not really sure yet, but, um, yeah. Lex, <laughs> what is it like being a PT, a young PT. So you graduated what year? 2019. All right, so fucking, you know, yesterday. Uh, Not in terms of like, oh, you're not experienced, but like, what is it like to be a, a young PT now where there's so many people around you that are doing other things? They have cash based practices, they have side hustles they're doing digital pt like online pt like when i graduated i feel really fucking old now so i graduated in 2010 and it doesn't it didn't exist cash-based pt like really wasn't a thing like this concierge style wasn't really a thing the online space like really wasn't it's it's pretty cool to think about how quickly this has come about but 
did you feel pressure to open your own clinic? Did you feel pressure to be in the online space? I wouldn't say so, no. Um, I wouldn't describe it as pressure. I would describe it as we knew that in order to live a life that we loved, because you have to love your job. You have to love what you do because you spend so many hours of your week doing that thing. So for us, we knew that we needed to create something that we would love because we had been on the other end of, wow, I'm dreading every single day I'm going to work and I look forward to the weekend. And that wasn't what we wanted to do for our whole life. And this wasn't our plan. We had like a five-year plan, but COVID kind of shot us right into it. Um, And I don't regret that by any means, but I wouldn't describe it as like a pressure. I would describe it as more of like, we set out with intent to create something that we wanted. And as far as the digital space, truthfully, I personally, I never thought it would be a thing. Like my business, I didn't plan this business. Totally. I didn't sit down and say, I think one day I'm going to do this thing. I just kind of came about and I realized like, wow, I really like doing this thing. If I do it for one person, can I potentially help other people? And the coolest part about my business, um, as a PT, I obviously help humans one-on-one. The best part about what I'm doing now digitally is that I get to help more people. Absolutely. Because if I help the clinic owner, then I help every single one of their patients too. Absolutely. So I do love that part as well. I want to circle back before we talk before we talk about what is your business. That would be the perfect segue because you're <laughs> saying that. But I actually I want to circle back real quickly. This idea you just said you have to love what you do. You have to you know love your job. You're going to spend so much time there. Is that something that was instilled in you? Was that something that you saw from other people around you, perhaps on social media, like this idea of because I'm comparing your journey to mine. This was not a thing. This idea of create the life you want. I didn't see that until I read the four hour work week. And then I was like, get me out of this fucking job. Like, I, I, and I didn't, I also didn't think that I had options. Right. Like, there was like, you do this or you do this. Or you're like, Grey Cook. And I was like, might as well be Michael Jordan then. Like, this is like not even an option. This idea of like, we can build what we want. You have to love your job. Where'd that come from? It was, well, I would say influence of people within our realm. Like, so we, when we graduated, we were told that we can't own a practice. We can't be travel PTs. We can't do any of that stuff. It Mm -hmm. was just kind of known that that isn't something we can do. And it was like, you can't do it. Um, But we kept finding that we were frustrated with the system. And so that's kind of what brought us to thinking like, we are frustrated doing this. How can we change it? So I would say it was, we didn't watch anyone around us really create a practice from scratch. Um, But then we were in like different Facebook groups, like PT entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. group. And we were like, Oh, this, this might be a thing. And then I want to say you and Danny might've had a podcast and I read the book. I read Danny's fucking insurance Mm -hmm. book. And I actually looked at Kyle when we were in catch can and I said, please read this book. I was like, please just read it. There's an out. Cause we were miserable. We mm-hmm. were miserable doing what we we're doing. And I was like, there is an out, there is a way. And he kept, he refused to read it. And I was like, I actually, we had gotten a fight about it. I was like, you need to read the book because you're feeling desperate and you're feeling like you need it out and you can't do this whole PT thing for the rest of your life. And I was like, but you need to know that there's another way. And so he finally read the book. And I remember he got through like the first few, I want to say chapters, what Danny had. And he was like, we're doing it. This is cool. Like, we're going to do this. This is proof of concept that we can do it. Um, but I also want to say, like, loving what you do is, it's important to understand why you're doing it too. Because when we created our business, like, it wasn't easy. Totally. So we didn't go from, you know, treating in Ketchikan at a clinic and having all this frustration to, you know, feeling super at ease and loving our life because we've put in, you know, so many hours within the clinic. So it didn't happen overnight. Uh, But we also understand our end goal. You know, the end goal is to not go to work every day and treat 60 patients a week Mm -hmm. because it's draining and you have no time left for yourself at the end of that. And it just wasn't for us because we have plenty of friends that are in that system and it's fine. But for us, it wasn't working. And it didn't feel good at the end of the day. 
It's really exciting to hear your story because it, it actually happened very fast. I know it feels doesn't feel fast to you, but this is like less than two years. Yeah. Like three years if you really want to push it to 2018, but it was really like 2019 to to now. Like it's incredibly, incredibly fast. And to me, I'm like, that's exciting. Right? Like I don't want other people in the field to feel like they have to go through a million years of hating what they did, what they do in order to switch. Like for me, it took five years. Like it didn't exist. I couldn't, there was no other like ideas out there. Like I love what Danny does because of this. He's really shown people you have options. You can do other things. You know, K-Star came out and started it first with like, you could teach other things. You can teach other types of movement. You can teach other types of people. But it's not like just treating. Even you, though, watching you teach, obviously, like that's also another route. Like just watching you do what you did, do, but then also on top of that, like you also go on Instagram almost every day and talk about how much you love your life. Like, I feel like that's it's it's really it's a cool huge to influence. see. It's really cool to see, and I hope that if there's other new grads listening to this, I love that you still. I love that you still had those salty fucking people in your life, though. They're probably your professors. They're like, no, you can't be travel PT. No, you can't do this. I know that was they told me that. They were mm-hmm. like, you can't. If you open your own practice, you're going to make negative million dollars. Yep. Uh, travel PT is terrible. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even cross my, it was not even on my radar. Like, it was like the worst idea ever to even consider it. So I kind of love that you said that that still exists. These, like, old fucking salty people. <laughs> like, I already know. But then... This is a fast turnaround, like, especially with the, you know, pandemic in the middle of it to do this. Like, folks, I mean, we're seeing, if you're listening to the story around the story, we're coming back to this, this same, you know, spark that I saw in Lex in the beginning of, like, this is someone who's different. It's, she takes uh, time with other things. <laughs> this is one of the, we talk a lot, we talk probably every day, uh, and I stay up her ass on, you know, certain things. But this is really fast, and it's really cool to hear your story, and and I know it's going to be really valuable for people that are that are listening to this. So let's let's do the segue I should have done before, but I wanted to talk more about that. What is your business now? Your digital side of things. What is it? So I own Lex Lancaster Creative Co. The reason why I developed an LLC with that name is because. I used to just operate underneath my name, Lex Lancaster, because you used to call me Lex Lancaster Superhero. Like, that was my thing with Annette. You both used to do that. And you used to, you always used to call me Lex Lancaster. It flew. It flew. Wow. <laughs> it just, it that's just rolled past, off. That's the past tense of. Yes. A flow. Flow. <laughs> so it flowed. It flowed. <laughs> or it flew. It flowed. <laughs> it flew. It flewed. Um, so anyway. And I liked that. I liked my maiden name. So then I got married and I tried to change my name on my Instagram. And I was like, still, I still wasn't really making it. I didn't really have a business Instagram. But then I started posting stuff again. And I, um, this is mind you folks. She has been the moderator for my Instagram intensive for nine rounds now. And and I'm just was still (laughs) trying to have like multiple things on one account and multiple (laughs) accounts. And I was like, ma'am, I literally have taught you this a hundred times, but I digress. So go ahead back to your story. So I finally listened (laughs) after eight rounds (laughs) and started posting things underneath my maiden name. So I, I didn't, I missed my name. So having a business with my name in it, my maiden name was what I wanted. So I kept it. So anyway, um, what I started out doing was websites. I do Squarespace website templates, especially for physical therapists and other movement professionals. The value of them is that they get to see the end result before they start. I kept having PTs come to me and say, I paid someone five grand for a website and I absolutely hate it. And for, or they would say, I want the bare bones of a website because I am tech savvy. I can fill things in, but I don't want to design. And so that's when I created some templates that actually fit the movement professional. Because when we were going to create our clinic website, I had to create it. And mind you, still in the process of recreating that because when you own a business, it's just, you know, everything just gets put on the back burner. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, I realized that it didn't exist. So anywhere. So I created some. And that's mainly what I do for websites now. I actually don't even pitch custom websites because I think it's completely unnecessary for a lot of PTs, especially 100%. to start. 
Um, I don't think it's necessary for anyone, to no. be completely honest. Just and like, people just get mad about it because they, th- if you deliver a custom site and it's not what they were picturing, everyone has a p- picture in their mind of what they want their website to look like, but they can't articulate it. Totally. And that's just what I've learned. So I was like, totally. I can't keep going around that merry-go-round. I'm just going to create totally. a template. And their shit comes from somebody else's website. Correct. It's not like, I have this idea in my mind that's right. completely unique. Like, where do you think you saw that? Right. On right. the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've already seen Yes, you saw that website somewhere. <laughs> And so I think over the last, geez, it was, it was like last March, I decided to finally open up my schedule to take on clients. I guess you can consider it virtual assistant work, but I personally feel like it is way more than a virtual assistant because I can essentially do anything. So, and I say that like, if I don't know how to do it, I'll learn for one. Um, and I'm fast, so I enjoy learning new skills within what I'm doing. So anything that people can need help with, I can do. So I, I asked myself, I was like, how can I help more people? So I decided to do a membership model, uh, and I really enjoy it because my clients right now will give me a list at the beginning of the month that they want completed, And I complete that by the end of the month. And the value of it for me is that I'm a physical therapist, so I understand what they're talking about. So I have people that want me to design freebies, um, whether that's a PDF, an ebook, and I understand their audience. Mm. So I can actually pull in my expertise and say, actually, like, what do you think about doing this? Because that would appeal to your patient. So I feel like my skills as a physical therapist directly influence what I do online. Um, and I really love that part too. So stuff I do, email marketing, email answering, graphics creation, PDF creation, website auditing, all the things. <laughs> I mean, it's actually, that was one of my next questions was going to be uh, examples of things that you do. I mean. So, so here's the thing, right? So <laughs> let me back it up a second. Like when I was sitting here, uh, going to – I wasn't going to pitch Lex to come on the podcast. I was going to tell her we're recording this podcast. But uh, before I was going to strong arm her into recording, I was like, is this bad for me? Am I going to lose this person who does a lot of work for me? And at the end of the day, I'm like, people need to know about this service and what Lex can do. Because to me, she hit on part of it, which is that she's very fast. But the bigger part is that Lex's love language is... (laughs) task completion like she wants to get things done she feels better when she gets things done so she's going to get the things done for you uh lex i am i work for myself and i love that the tech side of things so i don't utilize lex to her full capacity uh and i'm always like lex you want to like do something else and she's like like what i'm like i don't know i literally (laughs) don't know just whatever you want um because i have the time and I, i enjoy doing these things so i actually don't know what Lex does for other people. So I was like, let me bring her on and let me let her tell all of you because I know that you folks out there need help with this stuff. I know that you don't like the tech side of things. I know that you have all heard me say, start your goddamn newsletter and your email list. And then you're like, but how should it be MailChimp? And I'm like, immediately, no. Lex and I had a falling out for about five minutes about MailChimp because I was like, you need to not use that. And she was like, but, but, but. And now she's not using it. So (laughs) we're all on the same page with this. So I was like, I actually don't know what Lex can do, but I know she can do anything. So let me bring her on and let me provide what I consider to be the best solution for you folks who are listening to this. And also, help out my girl. So what exactly do you do for people? I'll give a few examples. Okay. So I guess I'll go two different branches here. So the website side, I do website templates. I have three different packages. One, it's a DIY. Two is a DIY with a 45-minute Q&A call. And then the third journey, I call them journeys, is... I essentially give you a document, you put in your copy, and then I build the website for you, and then I teach you how to manage it. Because I personally do not believe that someone should wrap you into a website management um, fee each month if you want to feel comfortable managing your own website. So that's my website side. Hold Um, on, I'm going to interrupt you there. Uh, What (laughs) do you think is the best? (sighs) Let me back it up. I don't like when people don't fucking do the thing. They're like, I'm going to buy it, and then never fucking do it. 
what do you think as someone who's gone through this, you see it actually happens, what is the best bet for people? If you're just starting your business, typically you have enough time in your schedule to make your website copy, to input your copy, to make your website happen. I have frequent, frequently people will say it is so much more work than I thought it was, even though it's a template. And yes, 1000% it is because you're essentially doing what I would be doing on my end instead. So my, what I've seen um, is any clinician who's currently practicing and is looking to change their website, those people are best purchasing and investing in the journey three. Because when I can take your copy and insert it for you, it essentially eliminates a ton of time. And I've seen that anybody who is currently in practice and is very busy, they will invest in Journey 2 and they always email me to upgrade. Yeah, because they never find the time. And I get it. Like, I understand that a lot. And it's tutorial videos. So when (laughs) if anyone listening has tried to create a website or design a website, there are templates that exist that are free. Like I will, Squarespace has free templates. Um, the difference is that you still have to do a ton of design work and there are no tutorial videos. So you have to Google everything. And so for mine, it comes with full tutorial videos from start to finish that make it really easy. So journey three, definitely if you're in business and you are looking to change your website or if you're working at a different clinic and you're trying to open your practice on the side, like save as much time on, on your end as possible, you're still saving over like 70% <laughs> compared to what a custom site is. Yeah, so totally. it's still really, um, it's, it's just low cost, which is Not what I here. intended to make it. Um, so I guess for new business owners, like I said, Journey 2 is okay, but then a lot of people still upgrade because they just don't do the thing. If you you like technology, do Journey 2 for sure and just do the Q&A call with me. But if you're not a tech person. Don't lie to yourself, folks. Yeah. Don't lie to yourself. Just get it. Get it done. Do the thing. (laughs) This Um, frustrates me. Yes, I know. Same. Because I want to help these people. I just want you to move forward. Like, Like let's go. You got it. Yeah. Um, So the other side of my business is essentially that virtual assistant type stuff. So I guess I can just give like examples of what I've done for clients off top I'm going to actually back up. Yeah. For the website, do you yeah. write the copy for people? If people are like, I don't even know what to say about myself or what the clinic does, do you write that? No, because that's branding. So that is something have to say that, this. oh, I know. I have to say this. So branding is something that I don't know your brand. So when you contact me, the only person who knows your brand is you. Uh, and you know it best, so you should be writing your copy. There are copywriting people that I refer to. So if you're looking for branding, then you should definitely look at Shantae or I also refer to Emma Jack. Discovery calls with both of them. Um, figure out who works for you better, whatever, and go with that. Um, but I don't do copy, and a lot of people start with their own copy. Uh, They will write their own copy on their website and then they refine it as they go because when you start your business, you don't always know what you're going to be doing. And it sounds crazy to say that out loud, but with Renegade, we definitely, we flowed. You learn your no. It's not crazy at all. This is how business works. You get started, you learn your no, you have a rough idea, and then you get going. Which is, again, why I was asking Lex, like, which journey is best? Because it's the journey that's going to allow you to do the thing. Because you need to start moving right. and learn, like, actually, I don't do that. Actually, I do do that. But if you're sitting there, you're not even freaking building the website, you never learn these things. You don't move forward with right. it. So very important that you clarify that she's not going to write the things for you. She's going to build the website, but you have to, like, write the things yeah. and that like, go on it. You have to tell the story. You don't want me to tell your story. This is it. This is, this is it. I will not do your business justice telling your story. Um, so that's the, that's the website, website side of things. things. Yeah. What's the other arm now? So I also do, if you, I guess a lot of people know it as virtual assistant, so I'll just call it that. Um, I essentially do a membership type model where people will essentially invest in keeping me as part of their business. Um, it's a retainer. It's like a retainer, exactly. Uh, that's either three hours or five hours as of right now. And I complete tasks on a to-do list that they supply to me. So some of those task lists, literally it ranges from making an online store of clothes <laughs> to sending out weekly newsletters. So 
Um, I guess some of the things that might not be really, I guess, upfront is like I take teachable courses and I input all the content into those. So if you're looking to build an online course and you don't want to do the tech side, I start all of that. I do monthly website audits for all of my clients. So anyone who's a client of mine, I'll go through their website and make sure their links are working, make sure that their website has like a good flow and might I'll make suggestions if there are improvements that could be made. I do ConvertKit audits, which I absolutely love doing ConvertKit audits, like just to see if you're using the system um, well on your end, whether that's like just having um, email sequences, et cetera. Um, I will also take graphics that people want. So Canva templates are pe what people ask me for. They want to post on social media and they want low barrier to entry, so they want Canva templates. So I'll give them Canva templates. Uh, it actually works for a lot of people to have like story templates, especially that are just branded. Um, and I guess, I don't know, PDF, PDF and mm -hmm. ebook creation too. That's yeah. a big one. Lots of freebie PDF ebook stuff and client handouts. Ah. So like, so if pa ah. patient handouts, whatever you call your mm -hmm. humans, um, I make patient handouts for people. Like uh, one of my clients, has a, a, a business that is focused on scoliosis. So she wanted me to take and essentially draw out the spine in, you know, triangles and squares and arrows and identify like what type of scoliosis they have and make it branded. So it's all in her brand mm -hmm. colors. And then there's like a note section at the bottom so she can write down like, here's some uh, stuff about you. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So like I make some patient handouts. So Realistically, people will. I have not yet had someone put something on their t their task list, and I'm like, I can't what is do this? that. Yeah, I, mean, I can't even imagine <laughs> what it would be though, because most of the tasks would be the same. Like. Yeah, like pod. One of them was podcast creation, like just like on the back end, like not obviously not recording things, but like that's like the only one that would be different that I haven't had multiple times. Most things are the same because most clinic owners need the same. It's thing. the same things. <laughs> like it's not actually. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what else I do that I absolutely love is setting up EMRs. Oh, that sounds terrible. So PT Everywhere and Jane app. So I actually went through with a um, one of my clients and we did my, my new do it in a day option. So if you like need it done that day, I do a six hour Zoom call and Jeez, we please. set up her Jane system. So she had all of her intake paperwork done, all of her branding on Jane. We set up ConvertKit for a new patient email sequence. So all of that stuff. And do you do the copy for the emails? I know I keep asking about copy, but that's like. The only one I do is the Google review. I'll provide like what we use for our clinic, just a general one. But that's also stuff that I say, like if your welcome email should be different than my clinic's email, you know, so totally. people essentially setting up the structure. It's all about structure, mm -hmm. setting up the structure, setting up the system. And then you can, I teach how to customize it. And then if you're one of those people who like, I don't want to be able to do it, like I don't care, I don't want to do the thing, then I just have people send me the content and then I'll put it into the back end for them. Totally. It just depends on what people need. Totally. You folks, I am 100% certain that you folks listening to this are like, oh my God, I need Lex in my life. <laughs> if someone's saying that, Lex, how do they connect with you? How do they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram. So Lex Lancaster underscore. And then my website, www.lexlancaster.com. Amazing. Amazing. And when they head to your website, is there a discovery call? What do you got, what do you got on there now? Yeah. You doing fucking eight-hour long discovery calls again? No. Okay, no, job. my discovery calls are 15 minutes Scripts. just to figure out, like, am I for you or am I not for good you? Good job. And then if – You folks listening to this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head this up to the past. You folks listening to this, do not be that person that signs up for a discovery call and tries to get your problem solved during a call. It's tacky, number one, and Lex is really nice and will do that. So don't do it. Let's not put anyone in that situation. Discovery calls we know are for simply seeing, would we be a good fit? Do you think you could solve this problem? Listening to the story on the story, you folks again – if you personally run discovery calls, that's what discovery calls are for. Please stop solving people's problems for free in an hour, even though it was a 15-minute discovery call, but you felt bad, and they were really nice, and now you're kind of salty about it. Okay, back to you, Pop. <laughs> so on there, I just have the discovery calls, or I have people that 
want information on that first call with me so that I now have a 30-minute coaching call and then a one-hour coaching call. Options. Um, yeah. Options, options, options. What else you want to tell the people about? Anything else that you miss that you're thinking like, oh, actually, I do that too. I like doing that too. Huh? You're going to laugh at this one. <laughs> MailChimp to ConvertKit. <laughs> if you need to change, I do that too. Lex and I, man. <laughs> this chick, I was like, Wix is trash. And she was like, no, it's not. And then she was like, Wix is trash. Wix is definitely <laughs> trash. And then I was like, MailChimp is double trash. And she was like, no, it's not. And then she was like, fuck that noise. I was so <laughs> married to it. And then it just wasn't doing it's what I needed not, it to do. And then it would send out random emails to people. It's like, it's I didn't ask for this. The, to be sent. It's not the way. It's not. No. It's not the way. Change is hard, though, folks. I get it. Change is hard. So if you have a system, part of the thing was Lex and I going back and forth is that we're both good at technology. We both started with different things. And so when technology comes easy, comes easily to you, you're like, no, but this actually works out fine. Yeah. And then when you start having to work with other people who are not good with technology, then you're like, this is not fine. This is not allowing me to do what I do. This doesn't have the functionality that I need. Uh, Lex does Squarespace. Do you do any WordPress stuff? I, so. Just say no. It's terrible. The only <laughs> thing fine. that I will do is build an Instagram link page for someone. Cool. Are Other you using than that, a, a native to WordPress or are you using it if they, if they have like a page builder? Page builder. Yeah. It's a much better choice. Yeah. So I personally have a WordPress website. Uh, I needed to ha have my website build out, built out and have more functionality. But my first website I ever used was Squarespace. Any of you folks listening to this, you need a Squarespace, web Squarespace website. You don't need to go with WordPress. There's a ton more functionality. Uh, you have to do the plugins. They have to fucking be updated. Happened <laughs> a whole issue with me today, this morning. Uh, WordPress does have a lot more functionality. But for your needs... I'm 100% certain that Square, especially if you're just starting out, Squarespace is all you need. This is why Lex does what she does and is using Squarespace and is creating templates for Squarespace. You are fine with that. You don't need anything besides that. Can you tell me for a clinic owner, because that's, that's you know a lot of people that you're working with, your clinic owner, you're just starting out. What do you need technology-wise? What would they need? Um. Okay, so it really depends on what so my opinion i'll just go with that um if i were on a coaching Excuse call me. right now what i would say is that you need an emr and you need convert kit without hesitation those are the things that you can essentially send welcome emails to your patients stay in contact with your patients and get automatic google reviews for your patients an emr is necessary as well so jane and pt everywhere are both great options um, I would suggest doing a demo with both of them. What does EMR stand for? Um, electronic medical record system. So a lot of people try to use Acuity for that. What? Or, yeah, or Google Docs. And no. so I, I, I can't stress this enough. If you need, if you're building a clinic, you need to invest in that. Yeah, 100%. Like a a right away. Because yeah. changing is a pain in the ass. 100%. And, um... So I would suggest those two things as a bare minimum for sure. You need ConvertKit and you need either PT if, everywhere. Yeah. As a clinic, you Acuity won't do it. No. Won't cut it. Acuity is great if you need to schedule calls that are outside of your physical therapy practice. Like if you have a coaching yeah. business. In if, exactly. If a coaching business like, is perfect. Fine. But, but it doesn't work if you have a clinic. No. And their intake forms are not enough. automatic. Yeah, it's not you robust know? enough. It's not. It's really not. And it doesn't allow you – the whole goal of having – digital systems or the whole goal of having an EMR and ConvertKit is to make a system where you can kind of have things run without your hands on it. So Jane and PT Everywhere, they don't have their own emailing software connected to them. That seems like a big omission. They do, it's but just trash. it's just not great. Yeah, it's, it's not ConvertKit. It's interesting that they did that. It's not ConvertKit. Uh, they so. integrate just fine or is there like, you're using no. freaking zaps? No, no okay. zaps. Okay, cool. No zaps. But so what I have everyone do is when someone books an initial evaluation, you put them into a new patient. You just tag them as a new patient, and they automatically go into a sequence with an automation. So you manually enter them into ConvertKit? Yes. Cool. And the, the best part about that is that you can create two different sequences. So you can create a sequence, like let's just say, because depending on what type of clinic you own, you have patients either booking out a month or you have patients booking out two months, you know, God knows. 
So you can create two different automations where they get a welcome email. So the minute they get tagged, they get an email, welcome to our clinic, whatever, here we are, this is where we're located, how you prepare for your first visit, here's your checklist, whatever it may be. And then you get an email, let's just call it the first automation is 20 days later because you know they're coming in within you know those three weeks. They get a prompt for a Google review. Um, and then let's just say you're booking out two months. You might choose to have that second automation, send out that second email. It might even be, you know, six or eight weeks up. So it just makes it so, because every clinician can probably say, I keep forgetting to ask people for reviews and And you need social proof. Like social proof is so huge, whether it's on Instagram or it's on your website. So you need that stuff to be there. And if you continuously keep asking, it's time to put a system in place so that they get asked automatically. Have you thought about writing to Jane and, I mean, it's Jane small enough, Jane and PT everywhere to see about them integrating with ConvertKit? I haven't. It would be ideal. Um, I can do that. Just like, just a thought. Just see on your time, on your end. Although you're not, do the people ask you to input people? Or you teach them how to input patients into ConvertKit? Yeah, because it's just the first name and email. I mean, people struggle. Oh, yeah. I so know. I don't know if they oh, <laughs> you yeah. teach them and you're like, here, you yes. can do this. And they yeah. So out. what I do is I essentially, during the coaching calls, I just tag them. I show them how to how use to yeah. ConvertKit, essentially, and then teach them how to add a tag. And then from there on, they don't really need more. But that's the thing, too, is that that's why ConvertKit's necessary is because you have to be able to follow up with your patients mm-hmm. for other stuff. Like, totally. do you send a weekly newsletter? Do you send a month? So you still so need It's so wild ConvertKit. to me the PT everywhere and... This is a glaring omission in in PT in general is that it's still so antiquated in terms of how they run the business. Like you're not connecting with your people. You're not like touching base with them, having this like – that software should have it in it. That should be second nature. For those of you listening and are like, what the fuck is an automation? This is also why you need Lex. But uh, (laughs) as it relates to email marketing, uh, an automation is simply something that happens automatically. That's why it's called an automation. A sequence is a series of emails that get sent out. You can have a sequence as a type of automation, right? It's an action that happens automatically, and you can indicate what the uh, initiating factor is to set off that automation or that cascade of events uh, within the email marketing software. This is why you folks listening, even if you don't have a PT business, if you have any kind of online business, this is why I stress over and over and over again to have some sort of email marketing software because you cannot do cool things like this with Gmail. Yep. It doesn't, <laughs> it's not science. You can't do that. You also can't send out mass emails. It'll market as spam and it's not going to, it's not going to send, but these are, you know, cool features. Yes. But also just from a business perspective, I love that Lex tied that in there. Uh, and this is the value of having someone that's within the field of getting something like Google reviews, because you know, you forget to freaking ask for that or you wait till the end to ask for yes. it. And one of the problems with waiting to ask at the end is that the person's already out of pain. They're better. They kind of forget. And then they just kind of end up leaving what is more of a, uh, we'll call it more of a character reference they'll usually just talk about you and how great you are because that's all they can remember. Whereas if you hit them and ask them for, if you hit them, if you hit them up and ask them for this review while they're in the thick of things and they're getting better, they will then actually leave a true testimonial, which is where they're going to recount their experience, which then allows other people reading this thing to be like, hey, Susie couldn't walk and play soccer and then she went there and now she has no pain. That could be me. And they can put themselves in their shoes and that's going to be way more important. Uh, way more important. It tends to be way more beneficial because uh, it creates that story for people. So that's phenomenal. Use technology guided by Lex uh, to be able to do that and help your business out. So we see how it all ties together. I love that. You want to know a cool one too that I started doing is inquiries. Because I had someone actually say to me, I need, I need a place to keep track of my inquiries that don't book. And mm. so I created a tag for her to tag her inquiries, and then they get put into a sequence. It's like, uh, like a reactivation yeah. kind of thing, like, hey, yeah. where the fuck did you go? Yeah. Or this? like, this is who I am. And then, so I think that person was going to actually put some of her Instagram posts, that, that free knowledge, if you will, into a sequence. So that person would see their name a couple times mm-hmm. and then potentially reconnect. Um, and then also, if you ever want to send out a broadcast or an email, if you will, to a certain tag, 
all of the people that might have inquired but didn't book, then you can do that. And the tagged. coolest thing is with ConvertKit, that's why it's amazing, thank you, by the way, um, is you can actually make a rule. So the minute that they get tagged as a new patient, you can make the rule where they'll get untagged yes. as an inquiry. So many dope features. All right, I'm looking at the clock now. It is like 10.30. That means, Lexi, you've been up for 110 billion hours in a row. We should probably be wrapping this up. Your eyes are red. You look a little bit tired. Is there anything else that you didn't share yet that, like, honestly, I could sit and talk to you about ConvertKit all night, but uh, <laughs> you're also yeah. tired. Uh, is there anything that you haven't shared that you want to share? Uh, any- anything? No. I think I've said pretty much everything um, that I wanted to, but I would just say, like, just to leave everyone with something I suppose is just if you have questions just book a discovery call and we can try to figure out like if I'm the right fit for you or if I'm if I'm not and if you're looking for someone to help within your clinic uh, I would love to be that person <laughs> it's really cool to see Lexi's evolution <laughs> I think back to which feels like a million years ago but like thank you for knowing dates and it was only 2018 and I'm like you've come so far this is freaking awesome <laughs> Freaking awesome. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, lady. Anything else? Anything we didn't cover? I think that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, folks. I have shared with you my most prized possession. Don't worry. You won't lose me. (laughs) Every day I'm like, you're stuck with me. Make sure you give me like at least a year's notice (laughs) uh, if you're going to leave. But she is hands down the best in the business. I only work with the best and I only want the best for you. So it was well, much tremendously overdue for this episode uh, but that would be really cool to do it in person and thank you for agreeing to do it and by agreeing i mean just doing it because <laughs> you had no choice i was going to kick you out of the apartment if you said no so thank <laughs> you for uh sharing all all the things with us and thank you for for finally believing in yourself uh, it's it's been a long time coming and i'm uh, i'm excited for you to see yourself the way i see you so Oh, keep going. You're the best. And give me a year's notice, okay? So I definitely want to make a comment and just say thanks for the eight rounds of the Instagram intensive. <laughs> I almost lost my hair. I almost lost my hair. All right, folks. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Do not forget all of the links and such. Uh, Lex Lancaster uh, underscore on Instagram. Website is what? LexLancaster.com. There you go. They are they are also in the show notes. So if you're driving, please don't get into any accident or anything like that. Hit her up. Discovery call. Book discovery call. She's here to help. All right. I do believe that is all that I got for you. Not going to ask for any subscriptions or any you know likes or reviews. But if you want to do that, wouldn't be mad. All I'm going to ask is that if this episode resonated with you, if you liked it, if you think you know someone who might help or who needs a little bit of help, we all have that person that's been dragging their feet with the website. I'll start <laughs> when I get the website. We all have that person. Do me a solid and send this episode to them. That's it. All right. Officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, Dr. Alexis Brunel and Maestro 